guys, welcome back to the Everyday Armor Podcast. This is episode three, and today we're going to be talking about stalking. Now, I just want to start off by saying I think it's really interesting how much stalking has changed even just in the last 10 years. There's now so many more ways to stalk someone, track somebody, get a hold of somebody, and you'll see this with some of the statistics that I'm going to share with you. Most of them have to do with something online. It's not really like in person. Obviously, before if somebody's trying to stalk you, they have to like literally follow you most of the time or they're sending you stuff. And it's just really, really interesting how these things have changed. So some quick statistics I want to share. There's going to be three different things I share with you and then we'll go over just some safety tips. And I'd love for you guys to share any other tips that you have or that you used or any stories you have of a time that you've been stalked. So to start off with those statistics, the first one is looking at who experiences it and how often. So one in three women and one in six men will experience stalking in their lifetime. This is insane because the statistics from 2010 are vastly different. It's gone up so much. And this is where I'm telling you, like, there's so many more ways to track someone nowadays. The next statistic, the common tactics that they use. 75% of stalkers use unwanted phone calls. 57% approach or show up somewhere. But again, this is where it's so much easier nowadays because you can actually see where people are in real time. Like, it's wild to me that before it wasn't normal to, like, watch somebody's stories and see what they're doing throughout the day. 57% also text, email, or message. 52% follow and watch. And then 26% sent gifts, cards, or letters. Now, obviously, this is only looking at the the situations that have been reported. But again, I mean, 75% unwanted phone calls. 57% approach or showed up. 57% text, email, message. 52% follow and watch. So many of these things are easier because of social media. It's wild. Or even we're going to look at who they are, who the people are that stalk you. And if you have them on Find My Friends or Snapchat and they can see your location, these things become much more accessible. And really quick before we move on, I think it's important to point out that stalkers will use several of these different tactics. So it's not to say that someone's just going to call your phone or send you text messages. They could also be showing up places where you are or sending you gifts, that type of stuff. So let's say you're in a position where somebody is starting to stalk you. Maybe they're sending you text messages and calling you. You know, things might progress and they might get a little bit more extreme, like showing up in person. So it's just important to be aware of these things and to really take action because you just never know how things can start to get even worse. Next statistic, who are they? Who are the stalkers? 8% are a brief encounter, 19% are strangers, 8% are family members, 4% are people of authority, 40% are current or former partners, and 42% are acquaintances. It is so alarming, those last two statistics. Again, a lot of times we think that the people who are going to cause us harm or the people we're most afraid of are total strangers, but brief encounters and strangers are only 8% for brief encounter and 19% for strangers. 40% are current or former partners and 42% are acquaintances. 
again, they have so much more access to you, right? So this is where, because of those different forms of communication or following that they have, if you even suspect that somebody is stalking you or has the tendency to block them, make sure you unshare your location with them, anything you can do to try and prevent that. I think so often if we feel like somebody's going to follow us or stalk us or is going to cause us harm, especially people we know, we explain away those feelings that we have. And it's so normal. And sometimes it can even be them trying to manipulate us, right? Them trying to explain away those feelings that we have. I strongly, strongly encourage and empower you to trust your gut. If something feels off with somebody, believe it. I think you are so much more intuitive than you even give yourself credit for. You're not overthinking. Trust those gut instincts. Now, going off of that, here are some quick safety tips. Of course, my first one, like with everything, is trust your gut. If something feels off, it very well might be you respond to it, right? But aside from that, try to avoid posting routine on social media. I get asked a lot about posting location. I'm not a fan of telling people they can't post location. I post location when I'm traveling on a road trip, anything. I always post my location. I don't think that's really a problem. If you're nervous about it, post it after you leave, right? So that it's not like you're there. They can go follow you to that location. But I think more than anything, it's posting routine. So love my 6 a.m. workouts or love going to my 3.30 class. Things like that that indicate this is something I do often on this day. Really giving them a time and a place that they can find you in the future. So that's first tip. Second tip Kind of going off that, like I mentioned, try to post after you've been somewhere. Third tip, if someone is following you in a car, like you think somebody's stalking you in a car, try making either four left turns or four right turns. If you've done this, you've now gone in a circle, right? So that's a pretty good indicator that they are most likely following you. And even if you don't want to do that, if you have the feeling they're following you, respond to it. Trust yourself. I cannot emphasize that enough. But from there, call the police and try to drive to a police station. If you can't safely look up a police station, if it's in a remote area, you don't feel safe doing that, just try to stay on main roads where, you know, other people are around you, where it's not easy for them to like pull over, try to get you pulled over, call 911 and just try to stay in those common areas. One thing with that though, just make sure, I'm sure we've all heard this before, but try to not go to any kind of important destination to you. Don't go to your gym. Don't go to your house, of course, your place of residence, your parents' house, friend's house. Try to stay on the road and call for help. This is one of those things where, you know, yes, there's more ways to follow somebody, to stalk someone, but there's also sometimes more ways to get help. There's even companies that we work with that help get you aid or assistance quickly And they're like everyday items that you can wear. And on top of that, imagine before when there weren't cell phones and you think you're being stalked, you can't call someone. So yes, sometimes these things do bring more means to be harmed or stalked or followed, whatever it is. But there's also more ways to respond to these things as well. Fourth tip, and I know I mentioned this before, but if you even have a feeling someone could be stalking you, block that person. 
if you feel uncomfortable or you don't want to upset them by like actually blocking them on social media or unfollowing them, just mute them, right? Or make sure that they can't see your stories. So, you know, it's not explicit to them, but you know that they can't see these things. Fifth and final tip for today. Of course, there's so many tips out there. These are just a quick five tips, but really try to document everything. Even if you're only keeping your own records, maybe you're not like calling and reporting it, really document everything so you have a log of every time this person has harassed you or made you feel uncomfortable because it could be very, very, very important later on down the road. I know that I've said this now so many times, but please trust your gut. If you feel like something is wrong, believe it. It is so much better to be safe than sorry. And we're always going to try to give you ways to respond to situations that don't make you feel uncomfortable or easier ways to do things so you feel more empowered to take action and you don't feel like you're questioning yourself or you're overthinking. We actually address the overthinking issue in every single class that we teach. Every single time we ask people if they would consider themselves an overthinker, every single hand goes up. I'm not exaggerating. Literally everybody says that they're an overthinker. But it is our superpower as women to be able to sense things, sense nonverbal cues. So if you think something is off, please trust yourself. Thank you guys so much for listening to this nice quick episode on stalking. If you have any questions, anything to add, safety tips you use, you've been told to use, you want to know if we agree with, any personal stories you'd like to share about a time that you've been stalked, please let us know. Again, you can always DM us on at everydayarmorofficial on Instagram. You can email us everydayarmorpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website everydayarmorofficial.com slash podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please remember to share this with your friends, family, loved ones, anyone you think could benefit from it. It would also mean so much to us if you could go over and rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much and we will see you for episode four.